This is Barbie Jo, and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We will discuss the tricks of the trade and systems that improve family life and managing a household. Hi there, Barbie Jo here. How have you all been? I feel like it's been a hot minute since I've had the chance to sit down and really record anything. Um, being a farmer's wife on a border town, it's been really interesting because my husband crosses the border every week to go check on the farms and take care of the farm. So it's not uncommon for us to make quick trips into Mexico. With and I went with him this week. It was fun to just kind of get away for a day or two. But coming back across the border was a really interesting experience. I was driving one vehicle and my husband was driving another vehicle. We were bringing home a, a farm truck and first of all, every time I go to the border, it's rearranged. They have some new sort of entrance and new process and new stop signs. It's always different. You never have the same experience twice at the border. So this time around, I really struggled. I was leading the way, so my husband was behind, but I could not figure out how to find the entrance to the border. It took me a good, a good half an hour. I was just kind of wandering around the town trying to figure it out. And then I realized, the Mexican exit was right next to the American entrance. So it was super confusing. But once I got that figured out, I crossed into the U.S. side and they had a random stop sign just in the middle of nowhere. So I stopped and I see an, a border patrol officer sitting in his truck. He didn't even make any attempt to stand up. He just sat in his truck and held up two fingers. And I was like, what does that? So I just assumed he wanted to see my border crossing card so I held it up to the window and I kept going and then pretty soon I can hear someone yelling out behind me and so I stop and I look in my rear view mirror and I see this border patrol officer marching towards me and he was fuming mad oh my goodness he was just so condescending and rude and I realized for a second you know what, I'm in a Mexican vehicle. I have Mexican plates on this vehicle because it's a farm vehicle. Here I am, an American, sitting in a Mexican vehicle, and he probably thought I didn't have paperwork to cross. So when I showed him my US documents, he was like, fine, have a nice day. And as I got to the actual checkpoint at the border, they sent me to be searched. I had to go through an x-ray machine with the vehicle. Um, they asked me questions about the car which I had no clue because it's not a car I drive. I didn't know the make, the model. I didn't know whose name it was in. So they probably thought I was red flagging it everywhere. I was just spotlighting suspicion, suspicion. So they pulled the dogs out. They went through the entire car. Thankfully, I only had a small suitcase with me in my purse. They pulled the dogs out. They were sniffing the vehicle. They searched the vehicle. They went through the glove compartment under the seat. It was quite the experience. And I was by myself, to say the least. And my husband ended up having just a really simple, seamless cross. And he passed me. And he sees me going through all of this hoopla. And there was nothing he could do about it. He couldn't even stop to wait for me. But he had to keep going get across the border and then pull off the side of the road to wait for me. But it was really irritating and just a reminder of, you know, that's what you have to deal with when you're crossing into two different countries all the time. 
especially with all of the, the things happening in our world today, heightened security. It's just, it's the new norm, I guess. And it is not one I really enjoy to experience. Nonetheless, it's good to be home. Very thankful to be sitting in my comfortable office chair recording this podcast today. But that's just a little glimpse into my life. You know, we lived in Mexico for 12 years on the farm and it wasn't uncommon to see armed soldiers walking around with machine guns. You'd see them in stores, you would see them on the side of roads, there'd be random checkpoints popping up everywhere and you'd have to stop and answer questions. And that is just a typical experience living in Mexico, um, which is definitely not a normal American experience. So anyway, I'll have to share little bits of my life along this journey. But anyway, that led me to being so grateful that my car was organized. Kind of funny that I had such a horrific experience at the border, but I was so grateful that I had an organized vehicle, even though it wasn't even my vehicle. And there could have been things in there that I was unaware of, but I made it a point to go through that vehicle before I took it and make sure I just had my things in there. I knew exactly where they were. I knew what was in the vehicle. And that made for a very seamless questioning process at the border. I could confidently say all that I had were my personal belongings. And that was the absolute truth. There was no hesitation. There was no panic. Not having an organized car is just, it's more than just crossing a border. It's an everyday situation for us, especially moms, when we're, even dads, when we're carpooling kids around, you have so many people, different people exiting and entering your vehicle all week long, it becomes a drop zone for so much clutter. So how often have we really taken inventory of our cars? I try to get my car washed at least once a week, maybe once, once every two weeks, I'm sorry, but at that time, yes, I will clean out my car, vacuum it out, make sure it's all clean. I also implemented the practice of any time we pull into the driveway, I will announce to my children or whoever's in my car, okay, take everything out that you brought in to the vehicle because I don't want to have a collection of football gear in rolling around the back of my car. I don't want candy wrappers and food wrappers because oftentimes we're eating on the go. I don't want all the water bottles rolling around. I just don't want it to become a dumping zone. Then your car starts to smell. Then it's embarrassing when somebody needs a ride unexpectedly and your vehicle is in poor shape. So I try to keep a garbage bag hung next to the front passenger seat. I can kind of keep track of all the trash. Everyone knows we always have the garbage bag hanging there. So they'll pass their trash to the front or every time I get home, I just do a quick scan, grab all the garbage, get it out of the car. But I also try to keep my car empty. I do in the back trunk. We drive a big SUV, five kids, I have to get the biggest vehicle I can. In the very back, I like to keep a basket full of emergency things such as jumper cables, a blanket. I think I have a rain poncho, a first aid kit, a flashlight. You know, just a few random things, bug spray, sunscreen, because you never know. I think I even keep a water bottle in there too. You just never know when you might need something like that. So I do keep that basket in the trunk of my car at all times. 
And that's my kind of uh, supply, if you will. Now, in my middle console, I always try to keep a snack of some kind that won't expire too fast, like trail mix. Um, pretzels are a good one. I loved to keep those high chews. Those are my favorite candies, but I've learned in the summer they melt. In Texas, it got to 108 over the weekend, and my high chews were one puddled mess. So those aren't so great in the summer, but in the winter, they're fantastic. And it's just so nice to have something in the car that you can keep in the car because you will always have somebody get in the car and just be dying hungry or need a snack or you don't know if you're going to get stuck in your car longer than expected. So it's just nice to have a little backup snack. Protein bars are good, granola bars, that sort of thing, water bottles. Um, but I try to keep it in my middle console. I will also keep band-aids and extra garbage bag in my middle console. Also extra chargers for phones. Those are the only things I will keep in my car at all times. Now I try to also make sure I give my car a good deep clean every once in a while. You know, really wipe down all the seats, wipe down everything in the car, scrub the carpet, whatever needs. I really try to do that on a monthly basis, but every day I think it's good practice to make sure your car gets emptied out. Make sure every passenger in your car takes with them the things they brought into your car. And yes, sometimes I get it. We just got home from the water park yesterday and my seven-year-old was carrying his towel, his shirt, a water bottle, and then we had stopped at Taco Bell on the way home. So he had a taco in his hand. So he didn't have extra hands to help carry stuff that we brought into the car. I get it, it happens. But I wanted to make sure we got the beach bag out, we got all the wet towels out, we got the sunscreen out, we got all the things out of the car after each outing. Then it just makes it a whole lot easier to find the next time you need it, your car doesn't get cluttered, and it just makes life a whole lot easier. Just get it done. It's like ripping off the band-aid. No one wants to do it. Just do it quickly. Just get it over with. And if you make it a practice every time you pull up into your driveway to just grab everything out of your car, it makes it that much easier. So we all pull up into our driveways. So the next thing you could do would be just to automatically look behind you, look beside you, and make sure nothing's there. That is my tip for keeping the car clean. And that way, you're never embarrassed when somebody needs an unexpected ride. It will just make your life that much easier. I promise. So I would love to see your pictures. Send me some before and after pictures or some ways that you organize your car stuff. I love to see this kind of stuff. Come to our Facebook group, Don't Get Lost in the Laundry, and share some of your suggestions for your car organization because everyone has a different lifestyle, a different schedule, and I'd love to see what works best for you. And don't forget to download my free checklist. You can find it on my website, and I will also include it in the show notes. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out our website at barbiejoe.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to check out my programs. I'd love to have you join me at barbiejoe.com. Mm-hmm.